Hi guys, I'm going to be reading chapter 32 of Clicked by Tamara Ireland Stone. Zero users. When Allie got back to the Games for Good Pavilion, it was full of people, watching from, walking from kiosk to kiosk, meeting each of the developers and watching their demos. Miss Slade came over several times to check in, and each time she introduced Allie to a bunch of the software executives who had been in the audience. Eventually, Allie stopped feeling awkward about the fact that she was the only one in the pavilion without a real demo. She got comfortable with her photo slideshow. She told everyone about her friends and their week was clicked. At first, she only talked about the things that went right, but after a while, she started telling stories about the things that went wrong, too. She even found herself laughing and shaking her head as she explained how one small, tiny, minuscule change in the code to mess everything up and then she wouldn't let then she would let out a long sigh and say anyway that's what happened to me but i'll fix it and i'll relaunch it and soon click will be clicking again the more she said it the more she started to believe it occasionally she'd glance over at nathan's booth and see him gesturing wildly with his hands like he always did when he talked about guilt she felt that, that pang of guilt again like she had just like she had when she'd seen him on stage she could tell he loved his game. He believed in it. He never thought he needed to take her down to win games for good. Like she'd been telling people all day, she made a mistake at some point. She missed something. She broke quick. When all the booth traffic finally slowed down, Allie took a big sip of water and then crouched down, reaching into her backpack and feeling around for her lip gloss. She peeked inside and saw her spiral bound notebook. When pressed in between its pages, she saw the printout Nathan had given her in the lab. On Thursday night, on Thursday, right before they'd left for the day, she gave it a tug and pulled it out. She looked over her code, paying special attention to the commands Nathan had highlighted in blue, and especially to that last line highlighted in green. That line was what all tied it back to the leaderboard, he had said. She stared at that line like she'd stared at it the whole night and most of the day before. Her booth was still quiet, so she went back to her monitor, moved her presentation into the background, and opened a browser window. She navigated over to the cold girl server, opened her code, and found the area she changed on Thursday night. She held Nathan's printout up to the monitor and compared them. She deleted the lines of code he told her to, and the line he hi- he'd highlighted in green matched up perfectly too. But then she noticed something strange, not in Nathan's printout, but in her code on the screen. In his printout, there was a line after the one he told her to rework. But when she looked at her code, it was missing. She looked at the piece of paper again, and back at the screen, and then back at Nathan's printout. After the line of code she rewrote, the one that reworked the way photos connected the leaderboard, there was supposed to be another line. Nathan had included it in his printed instructions, but it wasn't in her code. She got back to to Thursday night. It was almost midnight when she made the changes. She hadn't meant to even touch that line of code. Maybe she accidentally deleted it. It was late. She was tired. It was possible. Allie's chest felt heavy. She'd known in her gut it wasn't Nathan's fault. And now she had proof. She thought about the look on his face when he first insult- installed her app. She remembered the way he joked with her as he took her quiz. How he made her take his profile picture. And the way he smiled and clicked, put her in the top of spot on his leaderboard. The thought about... She thought about Nathan flipping his phone upside down, saying that one friend was enough for him. And she thought about the way she smiled when he called her gator.
She retyped the missing line of code exactly the way it was on the printout, and when she was done, she compared the two again. It looked perfect. She held her breath and pressed save. Then she refreshed the data and pressed the update button without even testing it. She took out her phone and launched click. Her profile looked exactly the way it did on the bus right before, on the day before, right before it started crashing. Her profile looked, she clicked on the leaderboard and found that it was completely full with her top 10 friends on bus 14. It was working again. She couldn't believe her eyes. She opened all the screens trying to make it crash, but it refused to. She knew she could, she should probably leave it alone, but she couldn't help herself. She navigated over to her user list. There were still, there were flag icons next to 30. Thirty-two names, the kids on bus fourteen, but she could still see the original list of twelve hundred mem- members, and she scrolled down until she found Nathan's information. She clicked the icon to flag and reactivate his record. She looked down, bloop bloop bloop. She looked down at her screen and saw an old picture of Nathan standing between Corey and Mark. She recognized the gym of their elementary school. It was taken during the fifth grade science fair. Allie glanced over at Nathan's kiosk. He was surrounded by a big group of people wearing black shirts with the Stardust Games logo on their back. He was talking with them, but she could tell he'd heard the sound too because he touched his back pocket and kept stealing glances over at her. She waved. After the Stardust executives shook Nathan's hand and walked away, she watched him pull his phone from his pocket. He looked at the screen and smiled, and then he started walking towards her kiosk. Allie tightened her grip on her phone and started walking towards him. The picture on the screen was bright red and flashing fast when they met in the middle of the pavilion. Hi, Allie smiled nervously. Nathan smiled back. Hey, you got it working, huh? Yeah. Allie's heart was racing. She, her hands felt clammy and her mouth was dry. She tipped her head towards her kiosk. I just found your printout in my bag, and it looks like I accidentally deleted the line right after the one you told me to change. Allie swallowed hard. I feel so stupid. He shook his head. Don't. It was late at night. It was an easy mistake. No, not about that, she said, about blaming you when you didn't do anything wrong. Wrong. It was quiet for a long time. Finally, Nathan said, I I never would have done that to you. You know that, right? She pulled in a deep breath. I know. I'm so sorry. He looked at her like she was, he was trying to figure out what to say next. That was horrible, he finally said. What was? Seeing you in the audience today. You should have been up there with the rest of us. It's okay. You're great up there, and I'm happy for you. I really am. She held her phone out towards Nathan. He smiled as he tapped against it. Their screens flashed white, and their leaderboards appeared. Nice to see you back, Gator. Allie smiled. Nice to see you too, Nate. Then something over Nathan's shoulder caught Allie's attention. There was an even larger group of people in Stardust Dust Games tees at his kiosk that time. And they all seemed to be looking for him. What's that about? She said. She asked, pointing towards him. Nathan turned around and followed her gaze. Executives from Stardust. I guess they're all excited about Built. They really liked my presentation. That's awesome. Remember Rescued? That game for shelter animals from last year? He asked. Allie remembered it well. She even had the game on her phone. Well, it didn't win, but Stardust funded it, and now it's a top game on all the online app stores. They want to do the same thing for Built. Seriously. They said they'd give me 
they'll give me space in their labs and a few additional ev- developers, and they'll handle all the marketing. They think they can help top corporate sponsors, and with the right backing, they say Bills could really take off. Ali didn't hear much enthusiasm in his voice. That's good news, isn't it? Well, that depends, he shrugged. If they want to see what they called proof of concept first. They said if I can get 2,000 downloads by the end of the month, they're in. 2,000? That's nothing. If I can get 1,000 users in a week, you can get 2,000 users in a month. No problem. No, you can get 2,000 downloads in a month. Built isn't a naturally viral game like Clipped. Well, it should be. As soon as words slipped from her mouth, she had an idea. She stopped talking. She could see it forming in her mind. And she knew exactly what she needed to do. She remembered that day Nathan downloaded her app and asked, what are you going to do with all this data? She didn't have a good answer at the time, but now she did. Thanks for listening. Please check my episodes for the next episodes of Clicked by Tomorrow Ireland Stone. See you. Bye.